Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? What has been happening this week? Today we have a super interesting podcast, something that I've been doing a lot of recently as well as reading about it all recently as well. So I thought we would dive in, especially now it's getting a wee bit warmer in Scotland. Uh, Well, I say that, but who knows? (laughs) But today we're going to be talking about cold water therapy. And I'm sure many of you have heard of cold water therapy or seen it all over your social media. It became a hugely popular thing to do and it has actually been something that's been around for a very, very long time. So I want to talk about that today, talk about the possible health benefits and if, you know, if there is any, is there any risks? Um, I think it's super interesting and it's really, really, really special thing, especially if you're living in Scotland, because every year all around the, the water is really cold. So let's dive into it. I've got quite a bit of research for you today, but it's all very interesting and 100% related to how this can maybe help you. First of all, I want to preface this with uh, do not go cold water swimming, especially in the depths of winter. If you have a heart condition or have some kind of cardiovascular disease or even type 2 diabetes or obesity, things like that, get that checked out before you do try cold water swimming as it can have an impact on the heart and also how the body functions while in the water and you don't want to risk anything like that. But if you are otherwise healthy and do not have any conditions, then why not give it a go? But again, please be careful because obviously cold water swimming can be very dangerous and it's not 100% advised for absolutely everyone. So, you know, do it at your own risk, but get checked out by the doctor if you would like to take it more seriously. So there's loads of different benefits from cold water therapy, you know, physical as well as mental and also our organs and our immune systems. So let's dive into that. There is quite a few different parts of this that I want to go through, but let's start with a little bit of history first. So it originated around 400 BC where water therapy they believed that it reduced fatigue and promoted overall well-being. And that's an insane concept that, you know, this type of thing has been thought to produce health benefits from hundreds and thousands of years ago. And there's loads of studies that do suggest that this might be true and that they were onto something back then. But there is cardiovascular benefits such as lipid profile as well as blood pressure, which as we all know, if you listen to this podcast, cardiovascular health is the number one killer. Well, cardiovascular diseases are the number one killer globally in the entire population, cardiovascular diseases, so heart attacks, heart failure, pulmonary embolism, all these things kill more people than any other cause. So anything we can do to help improve our heart health is critical. So hormones such as catecholamines, insulin, thyroid stimulating hormone, as well as cortisol react to cold stress and can even adapt in that stress and then create health benefits. So a study of 34 middle-aged people they were submerged into water throughout the year. They did. They were winter swimmers. They did it all year, all year round. So from they measured from October, October, 
Oh my gosh, my brain, honestly, guys, my brain has so not been effective today. So we have October, January and April. So all these three months, they were measured the different hormones in their blood. So they actually found that triglycerides, which are at the component of fat cells, were decreased in the bloodstream as well as decreased levels of homocysteine and homocysteine is a hormone that is linked to heart disease with high levels. So they actually found that these two parameters were much better simply because of the cold water swimming and yes granted these these people probably are healthier and are less sedentary than say other people but they did see improvements on their own parameters and I'm not sure if they even included a control in this but it is a good stepping stone to kind of see the differences that cold water swimming can have on heart health. So there's other benefits as well and this actually came from an addiction study. So they looked at 10 men who volunteered to submerge themselves into water, 14 degrees Celsius water, for one hour. And they used blood samples and found that the plasma dopamine, so the dopamine that is available in the blood, uh, the concentrations of that dopamine increased by 250% and norepinephrine increased by 530%. So dopamine is involved in motivation, in wanting, it is the hormone that stimulates drug addiction, drug abuse, as well as food consumption, as well as exercise, everything. Dopamine is involved in absolutely everything and it's critical in the reward pathways of the brain, which is specifically linked to drugs of abuse, alcohol abuse, all of these different types of things. And people that are addicted to drugs or alcohol or other addictive substances or behaviours are running from and towards this dopamine high. So essentially what the cold water therapy has done in this specific study is create a very similar effect to in taking a drug like cocaine or heroin or things like that, and uh, which is an insane finding. And this actual study was in the context of a person that was addicted to cocaine for years and years, couldn't get off it at all and they came off cocaine and tried this cold water therapy and found that they were able to stay off cocaine as long as they were doing the cold water therapy so they actually found a similar reward enough to stay off such a high uh, dopamine drug like cocaine and norepinephrine which increased by 530 percent is involved in alertness arousal attention as well as decreasing pain perception So this massive increase in norepinephrine was to ensure that our brains didn't, you know, come overwhelmed with pain. And this has had a really beneficial effect on lifetime as well as overall health. And of course, cold water submersion as well is, for an hour as well, it's quite a long time. I'm not actually sure how much 14 degrees would feel like. I think it's pretty cold. I can't remember. I don't really know. You never really like put a temperature gauge in in the water that you're about to get into and it's freezing but that feeling of cold is really really beneficial for our hearts and also for our brains and not even just with physical and mental parameters but also helping us feel good and helping us have that reward from normal lifetime experiences where it's actually good for our health and the fact that we can 
replace highly addictive drugs like cocaine with a behaviour like this is absolutely fascinating. And of course, this was a one-person case study, not hundreds of people involved in this study. And who knows if it would work for everyone, but this specific man who was highly addicted to cocaine got massive benefits from taking, doing Cold War therapy and totally coming off of cocaine. So it seems that a small amount of pain can as much as possible, you know, every once in a while, can bring about health benefits. And it's super interesting. It's kind of on the same theme as some other podcasts I've done recently, that this small amount of pain can actually bring huge amounts of benefits physically, mentally. And instead of running away from pain, we should accept that it is part of life and it's actually beneficial. You might think, where did this originate from? Why has it become so popular all of a sudden? And kind of before, I would say, the past maybe three years, cold water therapy, you would only really see it in elite athletes or people that are trying to speed up recovery because that is another benefit of cold water therapy is it helps with muscle recovery as well as circulation and oxidative stress. So exercise is essentially oxidative stress on the body. It's highly stressful our bodies react very quickly and intensely to exercise. And the oxidative stress in other formats can cause disease. But when it comes to exercise or cold water therapy, this oxidative stress response is actually beneficial because it is an immediate stressor that has an impact on our bodies, whereas unhealthy eating or unsedentary, well, sedentary behaviours have a long-term effect on oxidative stress and build up this negative response to these behaviours and it causes disease over time. But positive behaviours like cold water therapy or exercise increase oxidative stress by then reducing it later on and it has a useful effect on oxidative stress. So if you don't know what oxidative stress is, which I imagine many of you won't, I've mentioned it before on the podcast, it is essentially the body's mechanisms to stressful things like exercise, like cold water therapy, like lack of nutrition, like sedentary behaviours, too much UV light, all of that oxidative stress comes from that and can eventually cause DNA damage if you do not have the antioxidants from food and nutrition to counterbalance it. But there's different types of oxidative stress like I was talking about there and sometimes oxidative stress isn't always bad. So there is that link with oxidative stress and initiating the immune system and that produces benefits. So another benefit of cold war therapy is the immune system benefits of cold war therapy and it's quite insane and this is maybe one of the ones you've heard about more is the immune effects of cold war therapy and why people do it but winter swimmers another study will found that they were less likely to develop illnesses and affections they also experienced them less frequently and when they did get ill much more mild which is insane that something like cold water therapy can be completely associated with these massive benefits. Specifically, infections of the respiratory tract, so things like colds, things like um, asthma, obviously they're more chronic conditions, but they can be helped with this type of thing depending on the type of asthma you have and the severity of it. That's another kind of disclaimer. But infections of the respiratory tract uh, were 40% less likely in people who were swimming in cold war regularly. 
So to debunk this myth, being cold does not give you a cold. And it's actually insane how many people uh, believe this myth. It's a complete lie. Colds, you just catch them from any other airborne infection. You, you know, touch something, a surface where someone's coughed or something, put it in your mouth. That's how you get a cold. You do not get a cold from being cold, as these cold water therapies suggest, is that when you're in cold water, your immune system is actually highly activated. You are highly stressed in that environment and the increase of hormones that we've talked about here are actually beneficial for our immune systems instead of negative for our immune system. So basically how this works is the short-term exposure to highly stressful environments initiates the immune, the immune system and therefore helps improve the immune system over time. And this is really interesting. It's I find it so, so interesting that stress and positive stress can initiate the immune system and actually help you fight. So it gets essentially what happens is you get in the cold war, your immune system starts firing because it thinks you're in danger, and this initiates it to f- to fight to fight against diseases, to fight against infections. But the body doesn't actually need to fight against anything, so the immune system is more alert. Uh, more regularly when you are exposing yourself to stressors like cold war therapy. So another benefit, of course, is the mental aspect to uh, this phenomenon of, you know, getting into cold war. And there's even studies to show that it is antidepressive. Another kind of case study, which aren't the most reliable studies, I must say, is talking about one person's experience, but they are interesting to think about and have a look at as you listen to this or one person and it may help you. So this 24-year-old woman who had severe depression and anxiety was treated medically uh, with this condition, well, two conditions since she was 17. And with regular and frequent cold water exposures, she had immediate improvement in her mood as well as gradual decreases in her depression symptoms over time. After one year of her cold war therapy, she was discontinued off medication, no longer needed her medication. And how this works is the water, the cold war, the shock of the body activates the sympathetic nervous system, which over time has a reduction or helps to see a reduction in poor mental health, poor mood, and depressive and anxiety symptoms. So overall, there is a bunch of different benefits from cold water therapy. And if you are someone who can withstand the colds for as long as possible, then why not give it a go? Or if you are someone who is around water, or even if you go to a pool or a spa or wherever, and submerge yourself in the cold water because there's cold water showers as well even if you not have access to any of that just putting your shower on the cold water when you're finished or having cold showers and who knows you might be able to see all of these amazing benefits as some other people have experienced as well as the research supports and I think it's it's a really interesting concept and a really interesting behavior to help improve health and it's one that I think is is highly accessible to many people and it's something that may have huge benefits. Cold water therapy as as well has been shown to help people with asthma or fibromyalgia which and as well as chronic pain and these things are obviously very painful conditions that have 
um, constant there's constant pain and cold water has been helped to help with those people as well to reduce their pain so you know who knows I mean give it a go see how you feel we have been doing quite a lot of actually in the going in the, the cold water recently I don't know why we just have been and it's been it's been fun I think it, it is quite addictive which is interesting thinking about the first kind of couple points about dopamine it does make you feel good and it does have a lasting effect and I wonder if it has increased my immunity or you know all of these other benefits as well so if you have these the accessibility to try cold water if you are interested in it please do give it a go if you are you know if you're you're completely healthy and you do not have any health conditions like heart conditions any type of things like that if you do want to try cold water therapy and you do have some kind of cardiovascular condition please do consult the doctor before doing anything like that you do not want to trigger any type of heart complication by entering cold war i really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast a super interesting very sciencey one but i think these are really great to get as much information out as possible and they also teach me a couple things as well so please do remember to like share comment whatever you feel compelled to do also give me a message if you have any ideas for the podcast or if you have anything to tell me about the podcast i would love to hear it Thank you guys so much for watching and I will speak to you all next week. Bye.